The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode right now. Name of the episode is Tai Chi. Uh, not that kind of Tai Chi. Sorry. You'll figure it out. It's toward the end of the show. Uh, we do have a lot of fun on this episode, and thanks to you and thanks to technology for keeping this going. Uh, thanks to you for uh, visiting our sponsors and them helping to pay for this party and keeping this podcast absolutely free. It's been here for over 12 years every week. I think we've only missed two episodes. We don't do seasons. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for uh, being here for this free podcast. Of course, we're having a lot of fun on our Patreon page as well. There is extra content there every week, sometimes at least two times a week, I believe. And it's very inexpensive, very affordable. And coming up here very soon, pictures of me flying the Enterprise video. Yeah, uh, you'll just have to see. You'll just have to see. It's at patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. Got to do the full name. Otherwise, you go to a bad place. Geek Show Podcast at Patreon. Thank you very much for supporting us there. And thank uh, very much to our sponsors for supporting us here and keeping this for free. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I finally got a new issue of Daredevil. Thank goodness. Uh, hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Thank you, Dave. Also, Haster Games. Locally owned and operated, located at 6831 South State. And uh, the friends at Haster, they're, they're keeping the curbside service going, as is Dr. Volts, by the way. Uh, you can also go into the store. Same with Dr. Volts. Forgot to mention that. Uh, with the curbside service, you can go to hastergames.com, shop and buy your games, and then just call them when you get to the store. Someone will bring them out to your uh, vehicle. Safe and convenient. 6831 South State, or go to hastergames.com. Thank you, Cthulhu Bob. All right, let's get to the brand new episode. It's Tai Chi. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to our respective basements and bunkers. Yeah. Yeah, respect that basement. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. It's good to see everyone. What's up? It's been a while. Good to see people. (laughs) Exactly. Uh... It, now, uh, we, we need to say it here at the beginning of the show is that uh, Lee is not here and Rebecca is not here. They're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. fine. Whenever people go missing, it's all, you, you have to remind everyone, they're fine. Every, everyone's fine, okay? I think Lee's not here because he gets to see his son for the first time and since this all happened. Yeah. And uh, Rebecca, Rebecca went camping. Is that what it was? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, Rebecca went camping. I was going to say she had some business, but I don't know. <laughs> camping. Uh, we're, we are not camping. We're here uh, in our basements and bunkers, and we're going to try to do a geek show for you here. I got a lot of Star Wars stuff to cover. We're going to get to that in the second half of the show. A lot of Star Wars stuff to get to. So me stand and, uh, by for that. Hmm? Me and Ag uh, watched that, uh, The Connections, Star Wars Gallery last night. Um, oh, good. I want. We're going to talk about that. We're going to yeah. talk about that coming up. I've got notes. I've got copious notes. Look at my Ooh. copious notes. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's all coming up. Stand by for that. Uh, joining us here on this episode, of course, uh, though, uh, Too Tall Tony, Quad T. Hey, check me Let's out on see. Twitter. Yes. Oh, sorry. Was I supposed to do that? No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, on the, the gadget spot. Mm-hmm. Also uh, joining us, uh, Jay Whitaker, all the way from... Oh, he's fixing his audio. From Massachusetts, yeah. who's fixing his audio right now. Jay will be with us in a minute. And then in the strangest situation that we've got over here <laughs> is, is Shannon is in his basement, and Egg is upstairs from him. Egg Foo sitting in for our comrades that are not with us today. Hey, great great to be here. See everybody. Yeah. Besides, you know, I see Shannon once a, t- once a while, but... <laughs> Yeah, Egg's been like, God, you've been in this house by yourself for months. Yeah, it's me and my dog. He's he's like the man in the iron mask. <laughs> do you do you go out much at all? I go out, a, you know, I'll go out a little bit, like 
to the to the vet to get Spidey checked out. Uh huh. <laughs> Buy food occasionally. Yeah, I'll go to the store on a. I go to the store on a Sunday when there's less people and a, a higher percentage are wearing masks. Mm. On Sundays, that is. Yes, oh, I actually okay. went to a, a a restaurant last weekend too. That was pretty crazy. I went to the Freshies. Oh, got it oh. to go, but yeah. Oh, you got it to go. Okay. Check, 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 check. Uh, yes, Jay. Hello, Jay. We can hear you. Yep. we can hear you. <laughs> I don't. I don't think right. you can hear us still. I, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's strange out there. There are too many people not wearing masks. Oh. Uh, I, I, I'm getting my groceries delivered, but on the rare occasion that I have to go out, it's maybe once every other week. Everything else is being delivered. Mm. Uh, but but on the rare occasion I go out, people are not wearing masks, and it's it's frightening. I, uh, I feel like the closer to downtown you get, there's a higher concentration of masks. Mm-hmm. I hope that's the yeah. case, because out here in Utah County, people are not very good at it. Oh, no. <laughs> like uh, one in every 40 I see or so. Yeah, right. yeah, it's it's, it's not bad. happening. Yeah, I, yesterday we drove down to um, uh, there's a, a farm out in Eagle Mountain that uh, raises pigs and uh, also processes them. And so we bought we bought uh, a quarter of a pig, and uh, we we drove out there, and, and it was a nice drive. You know, it used to be there was nothing out there. But yeah. now there are just houses everywhere. Yep. And all I could think was, is where are they getting their water? Do they have water out here? They must, because they have houses. Check, check. But uh-huh. I don't think they're. I don't think that they have water. They just use chemical toilets. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so that was nice. But uh, you, know, you, you pull up, you open the trunk. The the the, the butcher puts a box of the. Which co- which quarter parts. did you get? The best part. Ah, the good uh, quarter. Not enough sausage. Not enough ground sausage for my tastes. But uh, <laughs> we got some ribs and all that. Nice. Uh, anyway, all right. Let's uh, let's get this uh, going, shall we? Jay will join us eventually. I'm sure as soon as he gets yep, everything figured out. Doing a little troubleshooting. It was working fine, and then all of a sudden it didn't. So he's he's looking at it. His computer hates him. All right. Let's uh, raise a glass, everyone. Uh-oh. Mm. What do we got? Gotta raise a glass. So oh, I think I know who you're going to say. This is a sad one. Ian Holm. Bilbo Baggins. Yep. Uh, Ash. Yeah, it, it just, uh, he was he was so good as Ash. Well, here's, here's, the, uh, here's the write-up. In terms of genre work, Holm started his ascent with the role of King John in 1976's Robin and Marion. Oh, gosh. If anyone remembers oh, yeah. that. Uh, alongside Sean Connery, Audrey Hepburn, and Robert Shaw. Yeah. We're all in that. Uh, let's see. And then it was right after that, he took uh, this very small role as a, as a robot in a space movie uh, about finding uh, eggs. <laughs> what? What is this? Alien. It was Alien. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? I missed this one. And that uh, that film changed his career, uh, according to this write-up. Uh, Holm got uh, uh, an Oscar nomination for Chariots of Fire. Oh, that's right. Uh, he reprised the role of Napoleon. He's played Napoleon twice. Uh, he did it once for a TV series. And then he played Napoleon in uh, a great movie, if you haven't seen it, Time Bandits. Oh, he was in Time Bandits? He was Napoleon in Time Bandits. Oh. Aren't they making uh, a TV, Time Bandits TV series right they're now? Still, they're still talking about talking it. About they're still it. talking about it. And yeah. then he was in another great movie that you probably haven't seen, Brazil. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Such oh, a good movie. Like he, the country? Uh, yeah, well, it's called... Yes. Named, it's named like that, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a weird movie, Tony. Mm. You, you need to see it. It's great. Okay. And then he was in uh, the Fifth Element, of course. Mm-hmm. Wait, who was he in the Fifth Element? He was the priest. The priest. He was the oh, priest. Vito Cornelius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he was in uh, David Cronenberg's Existence, and uh, of course, we uh, this generation would know him as Old Bilbo uh, right. in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, not a main character in the movie, but very crucial uh, to have a, a really good actor that can convey in that role and uh he was he was just just so good and he has one of my favorite lines 
in just about any movie. Uh, the line as uh, Ash is lying there, you know, his head severed, and uh, he's you know got all the gunk all around of him. All oh, that uh, white, he, the milk. Yeah, the yeah. milk and everything shooting out of his mouth, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he looks up at uh, I think it's Dallas and no, it was uh, anyway. He looks up at Ripley and says, uh, "I can't lie to you about your chances, but you do have my sympathy." Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We got Jay back. Do we get Jay back? I have returned from the void. Oh, hi, Jay. How are you? Hey. <laughs> there we go. I have so seen funny. the future. It was so funny. What You're doing that uh, story, Carrie, and we can just see his hands going. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was me. I was in the negative zone and the quantum world combined. Wow. Whoa. It was called America. <laughs> it's very it's very loud in America. Yes, so, you know. very loud. Yeah, oh, let me bring it down let me just turn a little bit. Let me turn let me turn America down for a second. Yeah, we, we America, raise, you're being we too were just loud. We were just raising a glass to Ian Holm, who died. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Eighty-eight years old uh, was uh, Parkinson's uh, disease. Mm. Mm. So goodbye, Ash. I think I'll go rewatch Alien again. All right. Now there's a lot. Like I said, I got a lot of Star Wars news coming. Stand by for that. So in the meantime, here's some. Here's the most important story of the day, right here. What's, what's this? Y'all know who Billy Mitchell is? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, huckster? Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Billy Mays Hayes. Uh, <laughs> Billy Mitchell is king the, of Kong. Uh, yes, the King of Kong. Or yes. he was. Kong. He used to be. Well, yeah. hang on. <laughs> he is again. Uh, oh, yes. According yes. to Guinness. Uh, According to Guinness, who stripped him of his title some years ago, uh, yeah. and he he just started pursuing it and pursuing it and suing them and all of this. Guinness World Records recently announced that as of June 10th, its records management team has unanimously decided to reinstate Billy Mitchell's previously removed high scores and achievements for Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. He, j- he just wore him down, basically. He, yeah. Fine, he, leave us a fine. You know, it's a did. video game. It's fine. fucking Donkey Kong. You can have it. It's I, a I, fuck you. <laughs> that is exactly what happened, Tony. That is exactly what happened. I don't Zim- think Twin Galaxies. Is no, Twin Gal- yes. Twin Galaxies has said they still will not reinstate his records. Yeah, in this case, a reexamination of the records. Blah blah blah. The records archive has been updated. Uh, yeah, he's just a dick. You, you need really to see. Is. You need that to movie. see this movie. Uh, it's called The King of Kong. Is that it? Yes, yep. King of yeah. Kong, and it's a it's a great little. You would think to yourself. A documentary about the high score of Donkey Kong Jr. Who freaking cares about? No, it's really good. Actually, it's it's compelling. <laughs> and it, the, it's everything it's, that's happened since. They could do a great sequel. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they could. They easily yeah. could. But uh, yeah, there are still people who are out there trying to beat this this score. Uh, Mitchell's original eight hundred seventy four thousand three hundred point game from nineteen eighty two. And then there is a uh, 1,062,800 point game from 2010. Yeah, he was the first one to break a million, supposedly. Mm-hmm. I uh, think he reached, he... Oh, he, reached the kill, he reached the kill screen, as yes. they call it, yep. Yeah. Uh, on Donkey Kong. So, but he's a dick. Anyway. And for, for those of you that don't know what a kill screen is, a kill screen is when you play the game far enough into it and... Uh, that the game basically doesn't know where to go from there, and it just yeah. it just dies. It kills over basically. The game freezes, and you can't play anymore. Right, yeah, runs out of code, right? Yeah, it runs out of code. Yeah, you basically have to get as high a score as you can before that point. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> oh, we just we we just signed up on Hulu again just recently. Oh, there's some good stuff oh. right now on mm-hmm. there. And so uh, I'm looking forward to exploring Hulu. I I did it. I'm not a very good geek. I did it because uh, uh, Padme uh, Lakshmi has a has her own show on it. Isn't that a cooking show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong She's, with that. She is uh, the one crush that my wife has allowed me to have. Wow. Is Padma Padma Lakshmi? She uh, is quite attractive. I've been I've been watching that Crossing Swords. Well, on there. Here's, here's the news about that. Uh, Hulu has renewed Crossing Swords and Polar Opposite for one more season each. Polar uh, or solar? Oh, okay. Yeah, solar, solar opposites. It says polar so, here. That's funny. Um, solar opposites was actually they signed it up for two seasons. Yeah, or, or so initially. they've just added 
a so third. This, yeah. A third season. Cool. Yeah, third season. So uh, they're both. I, yeah. They should just do it. I think they should do a spinoff of Tales from the Wall. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it could be its own. It could be its own series for sure. Uh, the Crossing Swords renewal will be for another ten episodes. So, uh, would you like? Would you like to hear my review of Crossing Swords? Sure. That Let's show's fucked up and weird. The end. <laughs> it's filthy, and it's just filthy. It's like, what are those? What are they? What those things called that they base the characters on? What kind of the, toy the, is that? The play people, the Fisher yeah. Price. Uh, yeah. Play people. I, I think they're called uh, play little people. people. Yeah. Little yeah. people. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you get to you get to see those with um, boobs and bush and dicks. <laughs> For real. Ew. And they're fucking all the time. <laughs> All right, I'll just watch. I'll just watch the Padme Lakshmi show and then turn no, off it's, my it's, turn it's off actually, my Hulu. It's actually really funny. <laughs> Let me. I, I have a Hulu recommendation. Brockmire. If you haven't watched yes. Brockmire, yeah. and it even becomes geeky geek related in the fourth season because they mm-hmm. jump ahead into America's future like fifteen years from now, and it is that episode. That season's not as funny as the first three seasons, but it's it's. Still funny, but very fascinating. The the writer's take on what the country, what happens to the world and the country in the next fifteen years. It's oh, it's 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 uh, it's amusing. It's, yeah, for sure. Although is all of is all of Oklahoma dead in it? Uh, no, but most of Arizona is. Yeah, there are sections of the of the nation that the badlands have been uh, pretty much decimated. They don't get into details, but it's no. like. Uh, well, there's nothing left in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, Amanda like Pete's in it. Yeah. Well, Amanda Pete's uh, she's uh, she comes back for the fourth season and she's great in it. Yep. And she's she's in this uh <laughs> the stuff I watch because I'm on quarantine with my wife. This uh Betty Broderick uh, miniseries. Okay, with, uh, so I saw a preview for that. Yeah. It looks bonkers. It is. It's based on uh, a true story out of California, a divorce uh, in the 80s and it's period so you get to see you get to see her done up in these in these 80s like Farrah hair and big puffy shoulder dresses and things like that uh, Amanda Pete and uh, Christian uh, not Christian Bale uh, Slater uh, Slater Christian Slater yeah. oh that's right yeah yeah but uh, that's that's an amusing thing to watch because she's just such a good actress and, and the whole cast is great but uh, yeah there's something for you something for you to watch there uh, let's see. Oh, and this, and then we'll, well, let's do this and then we'll come back. Cause I got some DC and Comic-Con stuff and then some Star Wars stuff. So we'll get, we'll get to, right, well, let's just take the break right now and then we'll come back. We got more stuff. Like I said, a lot of Star Wars stuff coming. So, uh, after, after these, these messages, messages, we'll be right, we'll be right back. 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 Feeling cooped up at home? Are you not entertained? For the best selection of board games, magic, Dungeons and Dragons, figurine painting sets, puzzles, and more, Haster has it. Our friends at Haster Games are staying open and offering curbside service. Or you can also go into the store. While you're spending more time at home, Haster has hundreds of great family games, two-player games, and solo games in stock. Now with curbside service, you can go to hastergames.com to shop and buy your games and then just call them when you get to the store and someone will bring it out to your vehicle. Safe and convenient. Haster has open board gaming all the time so you can demo any one of the games from their 300 games library before you buy. Haster Games is locally owned and operated. They're located at 6831 South States. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. Haster Games, we're all in this together. It's June at Dr. Volt's and new issues are coming in every week. And they've decided to bring you the back issue blowout sale all month long at Dr. Volt's Comics. Back issues are 20 to 50% off. So if you've had your eye on one of their many Golden or Silver Age comics, take 20% off all prices marked back issues and take 50% off of thousands of back issues with new comics being added every week. Don't miss out on Dr. Volt's Comics back issue blowout sale all month long. Hold services free and with that you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And we're back. Yeah, okay. Back. Uh, like I said, I got the Star Wars stuff. We're saving that to the end. 
so just a, a couple of quick things here. Um, you saw The Martian, right? That movie where they yeah. Uh, yeah. grew yeah. potatoes on the moon. Potatoes. Yeah, potatoes. Exactly. I would have died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy who wrote that book, uh, Andy Weir, uh, he... Uh, He's got a new book. It's not even out yet, and already Hollywood is jumping all over it. Uh, it's it, its working title is Project Hail Mary. Uh, Wait, Ryan, can, I, can I take huh? a guess on what it's about based Go on ahead. the name? Go ahead. Uh, a generational ship to try and save the humans from a dying Earth that will try to go out and find a new place to live. It does not say that in here, but I like that. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take that too. <laughs> now, what, it, what it says is it's about an astronaut who wakes up in space with no recollection of how he got there. All he knows is that his fellow crew members are dead and he's going to have to save the world. Oh. Is this a Rick and Morty fit. episode? Yeah, this could be a Rick <laughs> and Morty. Like. That could fit into your description though, Tony. Yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm curious for sure. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, Hollywood's jumping all over it. Ryan Gosling says that he wants to be in it, and they've signed him, and so he's going to star. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are going to direct it. And now uh, Drew Goddard has come on board to write the script. Well. Uh, so it's, it's, it's got uh, quite the roster of people there. Uh, Goddard uh, adapted The Martian for Ridley Scott for the movie. Nice. Uh, he also, mm -hmm. of course, wrote uh, Cloverfield. He's written on Lost and Daredevil and Buffy and... Uh, he directed Cabin in the Woods, of course. Bad Times at the oh, El right. Royale. I still been meaning to watch that one. That movie's great. Is it? Okay, I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna have to, I'll bump yeah, it up on my list. It's it's Out of messed the quarantine up. list. Yeah. The movie. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Okay. Uh, and Goddard, he was supposed to direct both the Sinister Six and X Force movies that never got made. Oh. <laughs> Space Force, X Force. I would have liked to have seen that. Anyway, uh, so they're all set and, and ready to go. The book is going to be released next year. I mean. Wow, they're opting this way early. They're it's probably pretty, already written, you know. Yeah, they're, they're really optimistic about this project. So it'll be interesting to see. Okay, a couple of uh, DC things that I have for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hope it's good news. Not Marvel. It's Washington D.C. It's not good. Oh, news. Yeah. <laughs> there's no Sorry. good news coming out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, since uh, you know San Diego Comic Con canceled, uh, Warner Brothers is creating its own event to promote its slate of uh, comic book based movies and TV shows. They are going to hold DC Fandome, is what it's being called. Hmm. It will stream. Listen up, San Diego. It will stream for free. Hey. Because San Diego's still talking about doing some sort of pay for online shit. Seriously? Fuck yeah, no yeah way. They're, they're trying to figure that out. They're trying to figure out a way to do that. But uh, here's mm -hmm. DC doing it for free. Uh, and it will stream uh, August 22nd. Write that down. Beginning at 10 a.m. at oh. dcfandome.com. What time zone? Uh, it says it'll be available online for 24 hours. So okay. I'm guessing whatever time zone you're in, it doesn't matter. Cool. Uh, so it'll be an extensive look at uh, the DC stuff that is based. You'll get a look at uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman, Ooh. Uh, which is Ooh. back filming now, I understand. Uh, you're going to get a look at James Gunn's Suicide Squad, which was shot Ooh. before the pandemic, and he's been Ooh. just tweaking it and editing it and all that in his house. There's, um, there's no way his King Sharker is, is as good as the Harley Quinn one. <laughs> no, there's not a chance. You can't. I agree. Uh, and the studio will use the event to tout uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which is due October 2nd. Uh, you're also going to get a look at uh, probably not footage, but certainly uh, updates on Black Adam, The Flash, mm. uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is not the Snyder cut. I don't care what you say. Uh, <laughs> Adam. Aquaman and Shazam, as well as uh, TV shows Black Lightning, uh, DC Superhero Girls, Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl, Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn, Lucifer, Pennyworth, Supergirl, Superman and Lois, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Jeez. Watchmen, Young Justice Outsiders. Whew. So, uh, yeah, there you go. And I, I think that it's... I'm glad they're doing this. Yeah. Uh, and making it for free. I'm um, getting excited for Doom Patrol, too. That's... Uh... 
That's only like a month away, isn't it? I gotta yeah, finish watching soon, the first it? season. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, I saw that they did show some Snyder footage. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, yeah, it's it's some uh, special effects that were apparently done before, but cut out of the film. Yeah. Well, it's Wonder Woman basically discovering Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Oh, like she's in, like in a cave, and it's like a drawing of him or something. Yeah, yeah, a cave. Gotcha. Sculpt but there, there's painting. some like some scary, like uh, you know, voiceover. Yeah. We've rung the bell and it has been heard. Oh, that's uh, Lex Luthor <laughs> saying that. That's yeah. uh, your, your favorite Lex Luthor saying that. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Jesse Eisenberg is the best Lex he's, Luthor. He's your favorite. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then this uh, DC stuff. I I just. Uh, there was a big article in the Hollywood Reporter, and you can go and see it. it. It's called Batman Forever, the story behind the surprise hit nobody really wanted. <laughs> what? <laughs> what they do is they go back and they interview people who worked on the movie all those years ago. Okay. And just, you know, it's like, give us some shit. Come on, tell us <laughs> tell us what happened. And I found a couple of, of interesting things, other than the, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the costume guys who said that Val Kilmer has the most beautiful lips. Was, was in that. <laughs> hey, man, you know. But uh, here's, here's a couple of things. So here's uh, the producer, Peter McGregor Scott, uh, talking about, uh, and Joel Schumacher is who he's talking about. Joel was in the Carolinas shooting The Client. I spite it. Sorry. I go, I go to see Joel on set and got Tommy Lee Jones and all of his principal actors working. Tommy Lee and I were quite good friends. I'd done Under Siege and The Fugitive with him. And I remind him that he got the Academy Award for The Fugitive. Tommy Lee Jones said to me, fuck you. <laughs> wow. Wow. said, he's a great guy, difficult, but wonderful. Uh, later, when we were working on Batman, I said to uh, Joel, Tommy would be a great Harvey slash Two-Face. And he said, well, go get him. So I sent Tommy Lee the screenplay down in Texas. And two hours later, he, he calls me up and says, I don't get it. I said, uh, well, why don't you read the fucking thing and remember that the Academy Award-winning Tommy Lee Jones is playing the fucking role? <laughs> and I hung up the phone. Wow. A few hours later, he calls me back and says, okay, I'll do it. And then he got on a plane and flew to Burbank the next day and went to work. No management, no nonsense. The deal obviously going to be worked out. Uh, let's see. Joel I Schumacher. He, I bet huh? he regrets that decision. <laughs> Joel Schumacher says... The nice thing was is that Bob Kane was alive and he would come down to visit the set at least two times a week. Wow. He definitely enjoyed the beautiful women that were on the set. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, McGregor Scott, who worked on the film, he said, "Uh, storage after a movie like Batman Forever becomes a real element. Uh, A lot of the sets get folded and held so that they're available for the next picture if need be. We didn't keep the cave because the cave was so unwieldy. You had to make the cave each time. All the unused bat costumes, all the wardrobes saved. The actors would like to walk off with pieces, and we have to be very careful about that happening to an absolute minimum. Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted a costume of Mr. Freeze. It went... <laughs> he, he took it all the way up to the top of the studio to get this. I want that costume. So he had to, he had to sign a contract. And he, I think, pays a dollar per year to borrow the costume. That's hilarious. <laughs> the lights in those costumes last 9,000 hours. He doesn't have them on all day long, but he does turn them on quite frequently. <laughs> when I'm showing off my freeze cave, I like to turn on the costume because it's very bright and blue. It reminds I, me of the role. It's just... It's his nightlight because he's scared of the dark. Sometimes I turn the light on so that my little ponies know where to go at night. Yo, yo why the fuck does he have ponies in his house? Because he cause can. Because he, he can? Yeah. Right. <laughs> one of them is a Shetland pony. The other one is a donkey pony. It's a very small donkey. <laughs> I just love, first of all, I love Tony doing Schwarzenegger. Um, but I just love that he wanted it so badly that he went all the way to the top of the studio. But even the top of the studio said, you can't, 
have it. Get but me the Warner Brothers CEO. Get him on the phone. I'm, I'm going to do it for a dollar a year. Doll- get, one dollar per year. Get me Yakko Warner immediately. <laughs> but they work out a deal so that it's not his costume, but he can have it. Yeah. And they're not going to ask for it back. Yeah, I mean, it's but Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, but he's paying a dollar a year. I just don't understand why you don't just give Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger the costume. For real. Here, go. You know... <laughs> Maybe it's so that they can have it back after he dies. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe they figure it'll be worth something. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Why I, would you I, want it back after he dies anyway? I feel like yeah. he's just going to... Are you afraid it's haunted? Want, Is that? Yeah, you want all that. <laughs> they that, think they're that, going to get Schwarzenegger this... Schwarzenegger sweating there. They think they're going to get this costume back when I die. The joke is on them. I'm going to be buried in it. He's going to die in it. <laughs> He's gonna he's no. gonna be wearing it, and the lights are gonna short out. <laughs> that is how I plan on going. It's going to shock me. <laughs> all, I, all I know is is that I'm starting work on my screenplay, Schwarzenegger's Ghost, and that's <laughs> how about the wacky adventures of Schwarzenegger's Ghost? That's oh, there we go. That's that's an Adult Swim hit. This is that a is. good. This is a good <laughs> script from uh, Mr. Kerry Jackson. I get to float around <laughs> through the walls. And sometimes turn on my suit lights. <laughs> and Egg's right. It would be on Adult Swim. It'd be green lit. If Adult Inst- Swim was listening to this podcast, Instantly. they would green light that. Yeah, they'd put it right after the uh, crazy adventures of Mike Tyson. Or- like, yeah. You can animate it in quarantine just using Arnold Schwarzenegger action figures. Yep. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. All right. Okay, we got Star Wars stuff coming. After, After these, these messages, messages, we'll be, we'll right, be right back. back. It's June at Dr. Volts, and new issues are coming in every week. And they've decided to bring you the back-issue blowout sale. All month long at Dr. Volts Comics, back-issues are 20 to 50% off. So if you've had your eye on one of their many Golden or Silver Age comics, take 20% off all prices marked back-issues, and take 50% off the thousands of back-issues with new comics being added every week. Don't miss out on Dr. Volts Comics' back-issue blowout sale all month long. Hold services free, and with that you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Do you like video games? Yes. Dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Yeah. Okay. It's Star Wars time. Lots of Star Wars stuff. It's Star Wars time. Now we'll we'll start with. <laughs> Jay's very excited for this Star Wars time. I'm really excited. Y'all never heard that song. It's Star Wars time. No, I've not heard that. It's How does Star it go? Wars time. Uh, it's Star Wars time. <laughs> we're gonna do the Star Wars because it's Star Wars t- t- time. Is that is that John Legend? Is that? Uh, no, that's uh, that's uh, um, that's, uh, that's that dude from uh, South Korea, Psy. <laughs> Gangnam Style. Yeah, that's that, well, yeah. he could just he could have just rewritten Gangnam Style and made it Star Wars time. Opa Star yeah. Wars style. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first, I'll lead with the bad news and then the good news. All right. Uh, the bad news is... It's okay, because I started with the ballad portion of Star Wars time, so this is a good time to like, lead into Okay. Uh, the bad news is is that uh, Star Wars Celebration 2020 has, of course, been canceled. Uh, it will return in 2022, uh, which, is, which is unfortunate because this year is the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they were going to do a big thing with that, but... Uh, Wait, did you say it's going to return in 2022, so they've canceled 2021 preemptively as well? 
I think they only do the Star Wars celebrations every other year. Oh, yeah, okay. it's only every okay. other year. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I was say, if Lee were here, he could confirm that for us. But uh, in a statement, StarWars.com, Lucasfilm announced, uh, while this news is disappointing, we're happy to announce that Star Wars Celebration will return to the Anaheim Convention Center August 18th through the 21st of 2022. Uh, it's uh, disappointing, but it's not surprising. I mean, really, 100,000 people in... In a closed area, that yeah. would just be stupid, right? Yeah. Ah, who would yeah. do that? Ah, who, who would? That would be just uh, irresponsible. Oh, yeah. fuck! It's not Star Wars time. <laughs> it's not Star Wars time. Now, here's uh, the one thing about it being canceled: it's not Star Wars. Time. All the exclusive toys they had for it will yeah. now be just sold online. Oh, uh, is that good or bad? I, I've got a chance now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> before, before he had to be there in person, now at least he has a chance online. That's true. Hasbro so, does a good job. They always save some for online sales mm-hmm. after, like even the Comic-Con exclusives. Yeah. But now they'll, they'll just put them all online. Uh, fans who already had tickets for the events are uh, either uh, requesting funds or, the, or just getting their funds switched to the new dates. Uh, you just go to StarWarsCelebration.com and do that. Okay. Now... Obi-Wan Kenobi, the TV series. Old Ben? (laughs) Is it Uncle Ben? Ben. Yeah, how how about that? Instead (laughs) of having Uncle Ben, you know, because they're getting rid of shit, you know, Aunt Jemima and all that shit, you just put, instead of take Uncle Ben off and then just put Obi-Wan on there and just just rebrand it as Uncle Star Wars. As Old Ben? Or you could stick with Uncle Ben, save the name, and just put Peter Parker's uncle there. It's Star Wars oh, Rise. Yeah. <laughs> it's Star, Star Wars, Wars Rise. Best Rise in the galaxy. I like your Star Wars Rise. Uh, but uh, Ewan McGregor uh, was talking about the upcoming series, and uh, he said that they're going to employ, implore, employ, <laughs> and if you've been watching Disney Gallery, you know what I'm talking about. We'll get. I got a list of great Disney Gallery stuff here from the last episode. Uh, they're going to use that stagecraft technology uh, the volume, as it's called, uh, to make the show. He says, I think I'm going to enjoy it much more. The prequels were all blue screen and green screen, and it was hard to imagine. Let me stop there. I am sick of actors using that excuse because if you've gone to one of these, it's called black box theaters where there is no set, and right. usually it's one person on stage, and they're reacting to imaginary people, don't tell me that you can't do this green screen shit, but you can do that on stage because it's the same thing. <laughs> Fuck you, actors. And while you're at it, actors, learn how to convey weight and heft of a coffee cup, for God's sake. I am sick of watching your goddamn TV shows, and you have no, you have no ability. It's clearly an empty Starbucks cup. Oh, I clearly. see what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> you're an actor. Either learn how to make it co- convey that weight, take a pantomime class or something for fuck's sake, or put some goddamn water in it. <laughs> That's what I was anyway. going to say. Fill it with water. How hard how is about that? that? You know, because they're just flinging them around. Like, you know, and, and I'm like, God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> it cuts and they're juggling them. Sorry, sorry. God damn. Little, that's that's the hill you decided to die on, huh, bud? I get a little, I get a little passionate about that. It's those, so CW superhero. The su- CW superhero shows are the worst at it yeah well and there's yeah. a ton of coffee in flash all the time with yes. all the time. stuff yeah yes anyway uh it says but nowadays i think uh, uh things have moved on so much i think a lot of what you're going to see is what we do on the set i he says i don't know if you've been uh behind the, watching the behind the scenes of the mandalorian series but they employ this incredible screen it's pretty amazing makes you feel like you're in the place it's going to feel realer for us actors and i think we'll be using that technology on our show all right so let's get to Disney Gallery. <laughs> Such a good episode this week. Now, if you haven't watched the episode, it is the last one of, of The Mandalorian. I want you to hit pause and go watch it now and then come back because I'm going to spoil quite a... I'm, I took some notes of things that uh, were on this episode. Uh, I'll wait. You're all working from home. Yes, pause it. Pull it up on your computer. Yeah. Oh, there you are. You're back. You've gone and watched the entire series, and now you're back. Um, so here we go. This is the, the latest episode was episode eight called Connections, wherein the people who work on the Mandalorian show just sit and geek out about shit that they did on this show. <laughs> 
and it's nice to see that they are all such fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so the finale, all about the it's it's about all the winks and nods, the Easter eggs oh, to okay. to all the stuff in Star Wars, uh, and there are several. And one that they talked about was the rifle that the Mandalorian uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like a tuning fork on the end. Yeah. It's, it's interesting now, looking. Now, we, we know that. Us people of a certain age know that gun because the first time we saw Boba Fett was in that Star Wars animated special. Mm-hmm. And that was the gun that he used. So when the Mandalorian pulled that gun out, geeks <laughs> of a certain age... Well, Oh, what the fuck? You know, our knees creaked, and then we went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take my pills. <laughs> Pause it. I need to look at that gun oh. and take my pills. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, but so then there's a, there's a cut in this episode. There's a scene. It's footage of Favreau geekily telling George Lucas about the gun. And he says, do you recognize that gun? And I love that Lucas looked at him blankly and said, not really. Not really? <laughs> oh, jeez. Lucas was just kind of like, I didn't have a lot to do with that special. You know, I, yeah. we outsourced that one uh, to so, uh, other guys. So uh, I loved that part. And then uh, the other kind of cool thing was is that the 501st uh, get their wishes because they wanted to have a whole bunch of stormtroopers. And the budget wasn't there to get a bunch of stormtrooper costumes. And Favreau went... Oh, I know people who have a bunch of Stormtrooper costumes. So they contacted that fan club, the 501st, if you don't know who they are. They're, they're a nationwide fan club. Worldwide. We have a, we have a garrison here in Utah. Yeah. And what they do is they part of their thing is you have to build from scratch your own Stormtrooper costume, I think. Maybe that was the rule when they started. I don't know if it is anymore. Uh, but That's then too you, much time. That is a lot of time, but then you and then you customize it. And you create a character, and they do a lot of charity work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for they, stormtroopers or or uh, Mandalorians, uh, and they're also Storm Mandalorians. They're yeah, stormtroopers. They're, they're mostly, oh, mostly stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Mandalorians are a different role play group. Ah, That's true. My bad. costume group. My bad. So the rebels they, are a different group. So uh, <laughs> Filoni and Favreau called up the five hundred first and says, "We need about eighty of you." <laughs> I bet there were fights to to I'll bet. to get that spot uh, to get you, those spots. And you get to see like it's like a dream come true for these people. Yeah, this is like you know, they you were know, just like I'm a, I'm in a Star Wars. I'm yeah. canon. Yeah. So I thought that was very cool. I did too. Uh, and then another thing that they a little wink and a nod when when the show goes to the Moss Eisley Cantina in Chapter Five, uh, you know all the detail that they did to recreate it one little extra special detail is that r5d4 is there remember that's the uh, the yeah. droid that uh, uncle owen bought before he bought r2d2 and it had a bad motivator mm-hmm. oh right <clears throat> um they wanted to make sure that the part where the motivator came out <laughs> that it was like burnt and scarred <laughs> so that like you'd know for sure so you'd know for sure that it was R5-D4 there in the cantina. Uh, that's the kind of nerds they are. Uh, the Dark Saber um, is, uh, is in it, and they show the prop uh, of the Dark oh, that Saber. That was cool. Which was very cool. Uh, it mostly glowed on its own, it looked like, but I'm sure they enhanced it with CGI in the post-production process. Right. Um, and then uh, there was this fun little thing. There is uh, an android bartender at the cantina now, which, which is, uh, shows the progression. They went from, <laughs> we don't serve your kinds here, to, you know, the droids have taken over the place. Uh, the voice of the bartender was Mark Hamill. Ah, yep. saw that. They revealed that. And then the other thing, and this is really, this is how nerdy these people are, uh, there's a there's an actual uh, there's an X-wing in chapter six, and uh, for the shots of the piloting, you know, the shots of the pilot in the X-wing, they used the actual X-wing that now lives in Galaxy's Edge in Orlando, Florida. They borrowed it before it was shipped to the park, so they wow. could shoot oh, shoot cool. some yeah. stuff. That's so cool. They could, they could shoot some stuff with it. So when you see I, it in Florida, I can't believe you didn't bring up. Your favorite thing, Carrie. What's that? 
the ice cream maker. Oh, and they did a deep dive. Yeah. On the ice cream maker. That, Will that Row was how Hoods. The, that ice was cream how maker? the yeah. That was how the episode started. Was a deep dive on the ice cream maker. They said, you know, it's just this one guy. And it was so funny how a couple of the directors had no idea about Will Row Hood. You know, which why would you? Yeah. But uh, it was just fascinating to see that they they went to they went to great lengths to show it was not an ice cream maker. It had a purpose. And this is what it is. <laughs> Right. Remember, because that's what uh, Werner Herzog pulled the uh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. metal out of. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. I bet he laughed so hard, and Jen's like, "Why are you laughing?" I'm like, what the fuck? It's an ice cream ice maker. Cream maker. It's a damn ice cream maker. Yeah, so, and they point out like the specific so, model, how what, it's hard to get now because it's so yeah. popular. So what all... do you what do you think Wilro Hood had in his safe as he was running away? Now I have uh, I have the official. Star Wars action figure for Will Rohood over here. Uh-huh. And what they say on the back of it is, is it some sort of computer memory core or something like that? Oh, okay. But I like the Mandalorian's answer better, that it yeah. that it's money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes more sense. <laughs> well, it's well. just, I mean, honestly, it's a storage unit for anybody. It's, it's, right. That's what I'm saying. Well, I wonder I, what I, he had in his when he was trying to protect it as he ran away. Mm-hmm. Pack of Newports. Well, and I just thought it, <laughs> that, I guess it... <laughs> I guess, like, at Celebration, they show that there's a bunch of Will Row Hoods. The running of they, the Will Row Hoods. Yeah, that yeah. They, the greatest thing. they all line up with that particular <laughs> ice cream awesome. maker in their red jump, in their orange jumpsuits and just run through Yo, Celebration. See, but can you imagine the person that made that ice cream maker, like, the company that, you know, it's a like, Hamilton guys, Beach. it's not selling, it's not selling it, like It's a beach. Hamilton Beach? Yeah. yeah. That's it? It's not even yeah, a we, special one. No, we yeah, used like, we used to have one. I was yeah. going to say Hamilton Beach you find anywhere. See, that was that was the thing that but we had. But it's the particular one. model. Yeah, uh, we yeah. had that one and and it broke and we got a new one and then the Empire Strikes Back came out and I went, "Mom, what did you do with the ice cream maker?" She goes, "Why the fuck? Wait, I don't understand." <laughs> did you I said, "Mom, we're you're we're a family of pack rats. Surely you saved it." And she goes, "No, it broke. We got rid of it." I was like, "Gah!" <laughs> Why do you want an ice cream maker? And I said, it's in Star Wars. And she went, I don't. They have ice cream in Star Wars. (laughs) It's called Blue Milk Soft soft Serve. It's delicious. (laughs) Anyway, that was was fun. All right. uh, So watch the uh, Disney Gallery series is what I'm saying. Uh, it's, it's, It's very informative. It's a fun series. Yeah. And I hope they do it with all the Star Wars stuff that they make. I, I just hope that they... Or even the, like the, the Marvel stuff. Yeah, I, I would love that. Yeah. Oh, that would be so great. All right, okay, Tony, let's talk about this game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a shame that Lee and Rebecca aren't here because I bet they are very excited for this game. I'm I know sure Lee is for sure. Yes. No, uh, uh, but I'm super excited for the Last of Us. Side note, that looks it is uh, it is called bonkers. Star Wars Squadrons. Squadrons. And what Squadrons. have I been what have I been saying? I want in a Star Wars game. You want to be able to fly around and shoot stuff in an X-Wing. In an X-Wing or any ship, whatever. That's what I want. And I don't want to have to do multiplayer. And finally, I get that. So this Uh, this game is half for you. Yeah, half of it. There is a single-player campaign, and I'll bet it's going to be really cool. And then there is a multiplayer aspect of it as well, that, that if mm-hmm. you're into the multiplayer, oh, man, it looks, it well, looks bonkers. If I you, understood the demo reel properly, I was watching it, and that's why I was late mm-hmm. to, to get here today. But if I, if I understood it correctly, there are, I want to say, four ships on the Rebel side and four ships on the Empire side yep. that you have to learn how to fly. Yep. Before you can go into multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and so, and you have to you have to play both sides. Yeah. So they didn't really say how the single player campaign is going to pan out. If you play a bunch of missions as the rebels and then a bunch of missions as the Empire, or if it interweaves their stories together, or what? I think it looks like you go back and forth. I think maybe. I think I agree. I think it, it looks like it's more of a back and forth kind of a thing, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is gorgeous looking. Oh my gosh! It, it looks like a movie. It does. Yeah. Uh, the the team who worked on the story mode for uh, Battlefront Two, following two separate squads, New Republic and Imperial Remnants operatives, Vanguard and Iron Squadron, respectively, 
Uh, it also, the trailer has cameos from uh, Wedge Antilles and uh, Hera Syndulla from uh, Rebels. Uh, and uh, you can uh, pick your character and customize them. I think you can even be... Uh, if Lee were here, he'd know. The Bosk alien, you can be one of them. I think I saw that uh, face shot. Trandoshan. Yeah. Trandoshan, thank you, Egg. Thank you. <clears throat> I could always count on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of Star it. Wars nerds. I love it, I love <laughs> it. But uh, yeah, so uh, this looks really like a lot of fun. Now it uh, comes out October 2nd. Yeah, so it's not even that far away. Yeah, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, it will also be on Steam, Origin, and the Epic Games Store at launch, and it will uh, also be available to play in VR on PS4 and PC. Yeah. So that means we'll we'll lose Lee forever. Oh yeah, he'll be gone. He'll be gone. <laughs> so uh, one of the really cool things I read about this is you'll be able to customize uh, not only your character that you play as, but also your ship. Yes. And there's 50 different components that you can unlock to customize how your ship flies, how much it weighs, how much armor it has, what kind of cannons it has, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And you cannot unlock any of it through microtransactions, so you can't no. just yeah. pay to win. You have to actually unlock them to, while you play. Yep. Um, and, yeah, there's, there's four ships from each side. Like uh, there's a Y wing, an A wing, an X wing, and uh, U wing. A U wing. The U wing. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. And then you have the Tie fighter, Tie interceptor, Tie bomber, and uh, what was the other? Oh, something else. Tie Chi. The Tie Chi. Maybe it has it on the list here. Tyrone. U wing. <clears throat> Dang, I can't remember. Um, but the other thing that's cool too is you can. Uh, customize the inside of your cockpit right yeah so it looks like the game's only playable from first person view you can't play it from like a camera behind the ship you have oh. to play it as though you're in the cockpit uh so that might bother some people some people might like that better i i like single player or i mean uh sorry first person views on flying games personally so i think it's going to be really cool but uh there was one clip, I don't know if you saw, but there's a clip of I an did. Ewok with a bobblehead, an yeah. Ewok well, bobblehead. So you can you can customize your your <laughs> dashboard. Yeah, your dashboard. And so you can have pictures of loved ones, but this one this one player had a an Ewok bobblehead on his dashboard of his X-Wing. <laughs> I love funny. it. And then uh, all the control panels and everything from what I've read, that is your HUD. There isn't anything on the screen, like up in the corner or whatever, that tells you how many bullets you have or what your power levels are. It's actually part of the instrument panel that you have to pay attention to as though you're actually flying the ship. Yeah. Tony, did you ever play the old X-Wing games? I didn't. That was uh, was before I had a gaming PC. Yeah, that's kind of how it worked. Well, Tony, I played on a 286. (laughs) Wow, okay. Those those games are ancient. But yeah, that's kind of how it worked. It was your your HUD was the the console in the ship. Yeah. Well, what was and that was great about the uh, the GameCube Star Wars games was oh, yeah. that you know again no multiplayer and you got to fly ships and go on missions and you know including the 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 Battle of Hoth you got to yeah. do that and the, the 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 two multiplayer modes they showed off one was uh, regular dog fighting you know like death death match you just kill the other ships but the other one is a is a longer game mode where you have like capital ships. And then mm-hmm. two medium-sized cruisers, and it's like a tug of war between the two mm. sides, trying to blow up the media, the the medium-class ships, and then make it onto the capital ship and try to disable them. So you, if you're losing, you have to fall back to the next objective and try to protect it. And if you're winning, you push into that objective and try to bomb the, you know, the uh, star destroyer or whatever. It just looks really cool. Yeah, uh, and it's October. It. We don't have to wait that long. It's yeah. coming soon. Well, and it won't get pushed back. That's fun. It might. Hopefully not. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> like my like my poor cyberpunk game that got delayed again to November. Yeah. I <laughs> it got delayed, so I've got more time to play Star Wars. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that, yeah. if you if you had heard about the cyberpunk game. It, it saddens me, but I would rather have them put out a, a more bug-free game and take a little bit longer, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Well, and, and I've I've taken up the old... The old gamer's rule of don't buy the game on the you know yes on the first day, always wait. Oh yeah, don't do that. Do there not will always be bugs. Time. Always bugs. 
So I'll I'll buy it on October second, but I won't play it until the end of the month. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. Anyway, so uh, any anybody got anything before we uh, close this out? I mean, we covered games there, Tony. But uh, do you have more? Uh, let me see if there's anything uh, releases this week or yeah. something. Yeah. So the big release last week was The Last of Us, and that uh, right now on Metacritic has a has a cumulative score of 95%, I think, out of That's like 90 good. plus reviews. Yeah, it looks bonkers. I have it uh, coming in the mail next week. Um, oh, there is, an, there is a game worth talking about actually coming out this week. It's another PlayStation exclusive called Ghosts of, of Tsushima. Tsushima. Um, it's a... Uh, you're like, a samurai. Yeah, you're a samurai, like a Kurosawa uh, movie. And so you, they even have a mode that you can switch on where it makes it black and white. So it's as though you're playing a Kurosawa movie. And uh, it's uh, from a really respectable dev team. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's Insomniac or Sucker Punch or one of those two. But anyway, uh, really gorgeous looking. Uh, if you're into the samurai style uh, gameplay, stuff like that, some stealth, some bow and arrow, some swords, stuff like that. Um, I think it'll be right up your alley if you have a PS4. So that looks pretty cool. Um, That's about it for this week, though. Okay. Uh, Anybody else have anything they want to recommend before we uh, wrap up? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to recommend because, okay, because let's be honest, a lot of our listeners are, are, you know, uh, maybe finding out some new history uh, (laughs) about America. Uh huh. Okay. you, you may have been, uh, your eyes may have been, you know, you might have, you might have, might have find about, find out some stuff. I encourage you to learn more about Juneteenth. Um, while you're at it, feel free to look up the Tuskegee experiment. Uh, hold on, I made, I made a nice little list. Uh, look up the Tuskegee <laughs> experiment, yeah. uh, the three-fifths compromise, the one-drop rule, slave codes, uh, bleeding Kansas. Uh, look, please look up the uh, internment camps in uh, the Japanese internment camps. Uh, mm-hmm. Just there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. Uh, like okay, it's and it, 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 guess what? If if you if you feel like uh, uh, you know this this is not geeky or not, trust me, it's canon. It's it's canon. <laughs> it's it's real life canon. <laughs> yeah, it's real life canon. So uh, you know, just uh, just do your research. That's all. Keep an open mind, and uh, you know, there, it's, it's okay to learn. About stuff. Yeah, don't be embarrassed because you don't know things. Yeah, you know what, Carrie? Thank you. That, like, I think that's a good. That's a good point. You know, chances are it, it's not your fault that you don't know things. It's chances are that that the system has weeded out stuff that you should know because they don't. They're embarrassed and they don't want you to know. It's uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, it it makes you right. uncomfortable. And and yeah, so, you know, don't be embarrassed. Learn from it. Yeah. You know. And and, and, and if you're and if. And if you're dealing with people that that are uh, pushing back on it, just tell them don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed yeah. that you find out find out something new. You know. Yeah. And you're um, learning something, and that should yeah. be interesting to you, and not embarrassing. You, we we have to learn this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. those who don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat its mistakes. You know. Yeah, we, we see have to know that we have to know the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. What's that, Jay? Who said, who said that quote that you... I can't remember. Um, see, because you didn't learn shit. This is, see the exact... <laughs> but I got the important part. That's the point part. I'm trying to make. The important part guys. is I know the quote. It's yeah. Also, I should know who said it originally, but at least I know the James, quote. It was David Bowie, I think. Sure, sure. It was Bowie. Dave Bowie. Just, I, always, I credit Bowie or Prince all, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Bowie, Prince, or George Carlin. It's anyone. It's got to be one of those three guys. Yeah. Um, I got a recommendation. Uh, I already said Brockmire. I'm re- I really liked that one. And mm-hmm. season season four was the end. That was the mm-hmm. the series finale. Uh, I started reading. Uh, Shannon mentioned this a while back, so I decided to jump on this train as well. Batman Metal mm. oh. on the on the DC Universe app. Yeah, oh my god, it's so insane. That's some crazy stuff. <laughs> oh, the next the next series of that started. I think it, it came out this week. Yeah, yeah it just it just barely it's started. Batman. Death metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that's been really crazy. Um, I'm I'm enjoying that. Um, I don't think I've seen anything really. Oh no, you know what? I did. I was gonna sh- tell you about. Uh, my wife and I watched Honey Boy last night. Have you watched that yet? No. So it's that, a. It's, that's Shia LaBeouf, right? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's Shia Shia LaBeouf wrote it, 
and it's it's like a uh, kind of a biography of semi autobiographical semi semi autobiographical about him growing up uh, as a as a child actor. Oh, and he kind of plays his dad. Yeah, he plays his dad. And then he has another actor that plays him as a young person, like a 12, 13 year old. And then him as, you know, a, a early 20s, because the show, it, the, the show kind of uh, spends time uh, between when he was 12, 13, just starting off as a, as a child actor and getting, you know, steady jobs. And then uh, after uh, his third DUI and his time in rehab. And so it's it was a very interesting movie, and the whole time you're watching it, you're just like, now, how much of this is totally real, and how much of it was kind of Hollywoodized? But I think I did some research online, and a lot of it seemed sound like it pretty was pretty real. real. Yeah. So and, so Honey Boy is the title. It's not Here's Why I'm Fucked Up by Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, but you find out why <laughs> watching yeah. the movie, uh, and Shia LaBeouf uh, playing his dad was amazing he did a great job in that role so oh. all right anyone else i got well, I, I sorry i got one more thing okay um yeah uh real quick I, I forgot to tell you guys i have a show i have a show um it's another online show but so anybody can see it and but it's the reason why i want to promote it to you guys we got the some like boston heavy hitters on it uh dan crone kelly mcfarland my boy Corey rodriguez um, they've all been seen on Conan. Please, the tickets are on eventbrite.com. I'll post it, share it. $15 is the ticket price, and it covers your whole household. So that means you buy one ticket, you got five people over at your crib. Guess what? Boom, now you got money for refreshments and other shit. So, yeah, just come see the <laughs> Nice, nice. All right. And uh, how do we how do we find that on Eventbrite? Just uh, search, uh, search your name or what's yeah, it called? Yeah, search. Uh, We're it's called We're Fine, the comedy show. They, they uh, Dan and Kelly they do a, they did a weekly excuse me a daily show uh, called I'm Fine where they check in with comedians and because mm-hmm. during quarantine and how you doing I'm fine so now it's the <laughs> We're Fine the comedy show. Okay. Um, it was it was very cool. successful in Boston and uh, so now we're doing we're taking it to the streets in your neighborhoods and uh we'll be in the streets and in the sheets uh, all right i'm just looking for words that rhyme at this point <laughs> <laughs> thank you anybody else before we go i was like you probably don't want to know what i'm streaming documentaries huh yeah oh it's a lecture series about the black death so 24 oh, parts wow. yeah, Fun. yeah i'm learning a lot <laughs> humans haven't changed a lot in a few hundred years yeah. Woof. Yeah. Very similar reactions and. <laughs> wow, that's sad. Yeah. That's really is kind of depressing. Yeah. Because yeah. we haven't learned from our history. Yeah. Uh, exactly. uh, Shannon, what have you been doing? I I've been doing a lot of rewatching. I wa- I rewatched Endgame mm. the other oh, day. Nice, nice. And uh, oh, I've been doing just, that too. I'm uh, just always so excited every Friday for a new Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I can't so believe, show. I can't believe how much I love that show. It's it. Um, it there's there's exceeding expectations and then there's this show, yeah. Like, right. It's yeah. even further than exceeding expectations. It's amazing. Exactly. I one hundred percent agree. There's always some moment in that show that I have to pause it because I'm <laughs> laughing so hard. You know, <laughs> like um, this last one when uh, <laughs> oh spoilers spoilers. No, it's, it's not not a big deal. But uh, when Poison Ivy looks at Doctor Psycho and goes, "Hey, S my V." Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, no. <laughs> and, and and honestly, like it's a small side story, but like every time they bring up uh, uh, Tiger Shark's birth name, it's Did just King Shark. It's just adorable. Yeah. What's oh yeah, his, King Shark. Yeah. King, what's yeah, King his, Shark. What's his sorry. Birth name? What's his birth name? None away. <laughs> None away. <laughs> Please tell me that None that's away. true. Please tell me that that's canon. I don't it's know. Canon. Well, you know, <laughs> what a, you know what a dumbass I am. I finally just got it this week that uh, Jason Alexander's character. Uh huh. Yeah. I finally got his name. Cyborgman. Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah, just yeah. this week. His name's Cy. <laughs> Dumb shit. Cyborgman. <laughs> that was that was like the most obvious joke on that show. Yeah, oh. I drink. I know. 
We all do. Uh, <laughs> but that show, and there's, they made Superman look like such a doofus. Oh, I I need to see that. I yeah, need to see that for yeah. sure. Yeah, like, that's uh, that's canon, by the way. Alter ego, King Shark, Nanau. Nanau? Nanu. Nanu? It's pronounced Nanaway. Nan- oh, yeah, Nanaway. There we go. That makes sense. Okay. There's just not very many letters, so. <laughs> yeah, like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman has uh, the lasso on a parademon, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're just fucking, by the way, tearing up, like, Superman's pulling the heads off parademons yeah. and shit. Remember and, uh, Batman shot shot pair of demons in the dick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what? And um, she's got she's got the you know, tell us where Psycho is. And the you know, the parademon starts going Yeah, they have like their growl language. Yeah. And she looks over okay, at I gotta watch this. She looks over at Superman and he goes, What? Because I'm an alien, I can speak parademon. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then he goes Okay, I do speak a little bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, if that's it, uh, wrap it up, Mr. B. It's ham time. <laughs> it's ham time. <laughs> it's time for ham. <laughs> it's ham time. Ham <laughs> time. <laughs> Ham time. I fucks with some ham. <laughs> he doesn't actually fuck the ham. That's just a saying. <laughs> it's ham time. <laughs> Show's over, dickwad. Drink up. <laughs> <laughs>